There you go. All right. Welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by OnX. Keep that turkey call going, son. That sounds pretty good. There you go. That ain't too shabby. That ain't too shabby. Hey, I'm your host, Brody Swisher, and in the office tonight, I've got two of my favorite dudes in the whole wide world. My favorite, two of my favorite lads. I shouldn't say my favorite because y'all are two of three my favorite lads. We got Easton and Rimbo in here with me. My boys, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, good. We, uh, we're all good, even though we're kind of feeling a little bit of sickness. It's all good. We uh, are back in the groove after getting back from a little road trip to the NWTF show for me and Remy and Easton for a few moments. Uh, he was there, and then we went on from there on to Florida. Uh, we're back in the groove, and this week we're talking about the best and worst for the 2022 NWTF Convention and Sports Show in Nashville, Tennessee. Aiden's not joining us tonight. He did not go this year. He was working doing school and all the other junk that goes with being a 16-year-old boy. But the rest of us headed to Nashville and had a big time. Easton, not quite as long of a time as me and Remy, but uh, a good time nonetheless. We're going to talk about that. That's why Easton was working the box call right from the start because we're fired up about turkey season being here once again. Now, listen, if I sound a little froggy, a little sore-throated, that's because I am, and it's settled in pretty heavy here in the last 24 hours. So here's the deal. NWTF show's over. Again, we had uh, a great time for the one day we were up there. We just went up for Thursday, the first day, and I honestly like the fact that it was moved back from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It used to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we'd go on Friday for the main day just to beat all the crowds and hopefully catch people while they're in school and work. This year they went to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it made it even better in my opinion. Thursday wasn't so bad. And uh, Anyway, just good to be back in Nashville for that event. Uh, it's been two years since they had the last one. Obviously last year taking a break, I think they did the virtual deal. Uh, just not a cool, cool experience because, uh, man, let's face it, that, that event has become a family reunion of sorts for the turkey hunting community. Just an awesome time. So we went up for the day, and then the plan was to go Thursday to the event, and then from there, start our trip down to Florida. I had to speak at an event this past weekend in Lakeland, Florida, a uh, wild game dinner at Bethel Baptist Church there in Lakeland. Awesome crew of folks. So we were going to drive Thursday evening, maybe kill about half that trip down, drive five or six hours from Nashville on down to Georgia, make a hotel stop there for the night, and then cruise on down Friday be at the event Friday, hang out, hog hunt Saturday morning, and we did. Um, Saturday evening was the event, and it was a great time. But let's back up before we get too far talking about that. Let's talk about this year's event and how things went down. Now, listen, here's the deal. I had Remy with me in the car riding over there Thursday, and I had Easton. Y'all were fired up about it, weren't you? Easton, you were really excited about this year. What is it that you guys like so much? Easton, you've been there before. Uh, Remy's never been there before, so this is your first time. But, Easton, what is it that you like so much about the NWTF show in Nashville? Going to booth to booth and just seeing all the new products they have coming out this year. Yeah, just uh, a plethora of new stuff. It's all, man, look at that lightning out there. That's crazy. What kind of storm's blowing in here? A plethora of new stuff every year, and it's the best of the best in the turkey world. And I mean, 
calls, decoys, camo, guns, gear, just everything you can imagine is there for the turkey hunter. And so that's what's cool about it. Remy, you were fired up to go this year as well, though. It was your first experience. Every year you see us go and come back with all kind of goodies, gadgets, gear. You always rob us of our decals for your sticker collection in your room. What was it that you were fired up the most about getting to go this year? Probably seeing new people and seeing old friends like the Primos people and the Mossy Oak people and all those other people. Yep. Yep, we got to see some old buddies from Primos. Who in particular from Primos do you like to see? Uh, Mr. Uh, Lake. You don't call him Mr. Lake Pickle. Pickle. Yeah, the Lake Pickle. The Lake Pickle. You just like Lake because he's he's funny and he's got a cool name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Jordan? Jordan is looking good, too. He's slimmed down. Old Jordan's about half the man he used to be. I don't know. He's got one of them one of them weight loss programs that where they don't tell you about the what it is. You got to send a direct message before they'll tell you what it is, you know, but you see the dude dumping 60, 70 pounds and just, just flat getting it on the weight loss program. And so Jordan's doing it. I guess that's a plug for whatever Jordan's doing on that program. Call him because that sucker has lost some weight. First time I've seen him in a while. And, uh, but yeah, Jordan and Lake, always good to see those guys. Troy Ruiz was in there working like a dog, selling products, peddling the goods for Primos. Saw Keith Hickman, Mr. Keith, one of our local guys. He's been on the Primos Pro staff for years and years. And he was in there with Natalie, his wife, and they were working the calls for Primos. And always good to see those guys. Mossy Oak, it's good to hang out with Jake Meyer and see him for a little bit. And uh, enjoyed hanging out with those guys there. And saw our old buddy Will Brantley talked a little bit to him and so hopefully all the people we got to see and hang out with briefly didn't end up sick because we show sure enough have been sick following the show and I'm, I'm curious to catch up with people and just to see I know after the ATA show uh, back in January man it was like 15 people we know got sick and got the Rona and all the stuff from that uh, it'll be interesting from this particular event just to see who all shows up sick like I said out of the three of us right here Every one of us have been sick the last several days. Now, I hope we weren't the ones sending it. Maybe we were just the ones on the receiving end, but uh, either way, it was bad. And see, here's the deal. I talked with Keith Hickman at our last uh, NWTF committee meeting, our chapter meeting last week, I guess before the event, <clears throat> and he was talking about the fact, he and I were both talking about the fact that if you could put together the perfect storm for getting the Rona getting sick, the flu, anything, it's a show like the NWTF show. If people don't know, it's 50-something thousand people come through there in the course of three days, man. It's elbow to elbow, armpits up in your business, people sweating it out, elbow to elbow, up and down the aisles. It's a madhouse, and it's fun, but it's people everywhere. And so if there's ever a chance to pass along some funky sickness, illness, disease, whatever, that's the perfect storm for it. You're going to find it there. If you need a case of something to get you sick, that's the place to go get it. And so Keith and I were talking about that a week or two ago. <clears throat> and by golly, Keith and I were right. It was uh, it was that. So like I said, it was uh, a, a tough weekend for us as far as getting sick. But uh, we had a big time nonetheless. Now, Easton – Let's start off with you. We got over there Thursday, 
And uh, Easton's experience with this event, it only lasted what? Were we there two hours? I wouldn't even say it, two hours. It wasn't even two hours, was it? No, sir. We got over there 30 minutes before start time. I think it started at 11. <clears throat> Excuse me. We got over there about 10.30 or so. We were doing good. We were on time. We were rolling. Everything's good. Having a big time. It's raining the whole way over there, though, and so we're like, hey, man, we need to hopefully find a parking spot right up close, maybe jump right on the bus. We don't have to get in the rain and all that stuff. Sure enough, parking spot right there. We get our parking spot right next to the shuttle bus and jump on the bus. We're not too wet, man. I'm talking raining like a big dog. Jump on the bus, sweet little lady there waiting on us and takes us over there. We get checked in, come through the door. Turkey calling right off the bat. Man, if you've never been to this event, you've got to go. If you love the sound of turkey calls, love the sound of spring, you need to be a part of this NWTF show. It's got it all. And we heard the first turkey call as soon as we walked through the door. Sweet little girl over there practicing on her call, getting ready for the calling competition. And, I mean, it was literally the moment we walked through the door, turkey calling, and it never stops. You're just hearing turkey calls everywhere you go. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful thing if you like the sound of spring if you like turkey call now you take your wife or girlfriend or somebody that doesn't like that 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 racket in the house can't stand the sound of turkey call they'd be miserable because it's non-stop all day long in that building and just turkey calling up and down every aisle but we hadn't been there an hour and a half we're going up and down the aisles having a big time the boys are right there behind me. I said, y'all stick with me. People everywhere, this ain't the place to go wandering off. Y'all stick with me. Make sure you can find me. Make sure you can see me. Just don't get separated, all these people. Again, it's elbow to elbow, man. You're just wading through people, checking out the booths. And my boys are snatching decals and little freebies at the tables and going up there to see what's there and getting them all the samples they can find. And they love some stickers, so they're always looking for decals and all that stuff. And we're having a big time videoing some different products, seeing some different stuff, meeting some different people, saying hello to all the different folks out there. But it was at, within an hour and a half, Easton saying, right? Mm-hmm. Probably yes, probably an hour and a half into the deal. We've been making the rounds up about maybe half the, half the show floor. <clears throat> and about that time, we're going up the aisle. I don't know where it was. What aisle we were on, what was around us, but we're about halfway through the show floor. And again, people everywhere. But Easton elbows me. And what did you say that first time? You elbowed me and I said, What? What's up? You said what? You use the bathroom. Easton says, Hey Dad, I need to use the bathroom. Now, if you're like most parents, there's a phrase that we use or, or what uh, uh, a response that we say to a child when they say they need to go to the bathroom. And it ain't time yet to go to the bathroom. Or we can't stop right now to go to the bathroom. We're not around one. We don't see one. We don't have time for one. What is that response that parents say? It's kind of a universal response that parents will say. A kid said, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. What do parents reply back? And what did I reply back that day? Okay, I'll try to find one. Well, maybe I'll try to find one. but the, the Can't the, right now. Not right now. No, it's hold it. Have I ever said that to y'all? You say, hey, I got to use the bathroom. Remy's in the back of the truck. Hey, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. Well, you hold it, son. It ain't time right now. You hold it. I don't literally mean hold it. You ain't supposed to sit there and hold your tallywhacker, but you just hold on a minute. That's what it means. Hold it a second, all right? 
And we say that as parents. Hey, Dad, I go use the bathroom. Hey, hold it. Not right now. So Easton's going down the aisle. Said, Dad, I got to use the bathroom. Or, Dad, I need a. You say I need to use the bathroom. Or I need to find a bathroom. I don't remember. Probably I need to use the bathroom. He said, Dad, I need to use the bathroom. I tell him, Hey, all right, hold on, hold it. And he said, No, Dad, I need a bathroom right now. Didn't you? Yes, sir. And I look over at him because he was serious, and I could tell when Easton's serious. I knew he wasn't playing around. He said, no, Dad, I need a bathroom right now. And when I look over at him, dude's white as a ghost. Face is white. He's got this white, pale face, kind of little glisten like he might be sweating. I don't know. And about that time, I see your cheeks go, and that's my cheeks blowing up, like that little cheek like you're about to gag, and you go, Hoo! His cheeks swell up like he's fixing to puke. And I thought, dear Lord, help us. And I look, all of a sudden, I go into panic mode. We're in the middle of a show where, man, it's 58,000. Have I said that yet? 58,000 people will come through this show. People everywhere. Men, women, boys, and girls up and down this aisle. And I got a puker ready to blow chunks right here in the middle of the NWTF convention and sports show hunting products everywhere the best of the best and here's my son fixing to blow chunks in front of everybody and i go to panic and i think i grab you by the back of the neck in a sweet loving fatherly way (laughs) we start scooting down the aisle in kind of a fast pace and i could tell you your cheeks kept blowing up like you're fixing you like you're trying to hold it in like you do you know you just kind of you're trying to hold it in your your belly's saying get it out release the babies and and, and and but everything in your mind is like don't let it go don't let it go and and i could see that i kept seeing your cheeks getting puffy and you're trying to hold it down and i grabbed you by the back of the neck and i'm just kind of steering you down the aisle and i'm looking left to right left to right looking for a trash can that's what i was just i thought somebody in this booth has got to have a little pail uh, a little trash pail right there that we can grab and i was just going to hold it because i thought man Please, Lord, do not let this kid puke in the middle of the floor right here in NWTF. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that family. Like, everybody's sitting there looking, and we're going to run a good time because everybody's having fun. Everybody's seeing turkey calls. Everybody's getting fired up for turkey season. And the Swisher boys are the ones blowing chunks. Man, I didn't want to be that family on this particular day. And so I'm looking for a trash can. I'm thinking – my first thought was, got to find a trash can. And then I'm like, man, somebody's going to be ticked if I grab their trash can. And my boy hurls in the thing. But then I don't care anymore. I'm like, just don't puke on the middle of the turkey show floor. And so we keep going. And I'm just, you know, scooting up the aisle. Because we were mid-stride on this aisle. We were middle of the pack. We weren't close to one end or the other. So we're scooting. And I'm praying. And I'm kind of grabbing his, like I said, not, not grabbing his neck, choking him, but just grabbing him and steering him through people. Now, here's the deal. I've always taught you boys and my boys, any boys, I've always tried to teach the lesson, you be nice to women. You be nice to ladies, small children. You don't push. You don't shove. You be polite. You be courteous. Ladies first. You take care of your mama. Take care of your sister. You open the doors for them. Don't you ever push them out of the way. Don't you ever shove them. Don't you ever push your way first and say me first kind of stuff. Don't ever do that. That's what I've always preached to you boys. That's what I've always said to other guys, man. Ladies first. Be nice. Be kind. Be courteous. But on this particular day, 
I had you by the back of the neck, pushing you out front. And I promise you, we're knocking over women and small children. Just get out of the way. Elbows flying. And I, I know there was one lady went to my right, and I just kind of shoved up through the back of her, and, and she kind of got pushed into to a booth. And I'm just like, excuse me, pardon me, out of the way. I got a puker. And we're going up through there, and like I said, women getting shoved out of the way, rednecks getting pushed. We're just parting the Red Sea because we got a puker, and we're just pushing people out of the way and, and not even saying sorry, just get out of the way. He's fixing to blow chunks at the NWTF show 2022. We get to the end of the aisle, like I said, been mowing down people, pushing them out of the way, getting through the herd. And I look up at the end of the aisle over there towards one of the big gates that goes outside, and I see – a big old 55-gallon drum, one of them big rubber-made garbage cans. And I thought, thank you, Jesus. There it is. There's our answer. Light at the end of the tunnel. And we walk straight over there, kind of half-trotting, half-walking fast, speed-walking, whatever you want to call it. We get over to that can. And, dude, you just opened the floodgates, didn't you? Yes, sir. Turn it loose. Now, listen, you had one moment before then, <clears throat> as we got close, I think it was right before, right after I shoved that one lady out of the way, you went, <laughs> And you kind of you kind of blew up a little bit, and you caught it, but not all of it. I saw something come flying out. You, you remember what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> you, there was some chunks of what had you had to eat that morning? The only thing I had was like uh, chicken biscuit. Oh, good gosh. It was chicken biscuit. That's what it was. Yeah. It was either a little chicken or it was a little biscuit. And you went, <clears throat> and you caught it, most of it, but a little bit kind of spewed out between your lips, and it come flying out. Like I said, it may have hit the lady in the back of the stuff i don't know but she she was right there in front of us i think maybe and, and you caught like i said you you cut it off i thought this is it and you snatched it you you, you shired down on the jaws but a little bit of chunk flew and i thought oh my gosh this is this is bad but you held it <clears throat> had a little bit on your shirt but no big deal we get over there to the trash can you open the floodgates and there it goes just and i mean it, it was it was good. And you you'd had your arms up on that thing, just hugging that garbage can, just chilling. And uh, man, you were white as a ghost. And of course, me and me and Remy, we just we turn our backs to you and try to start running block. You know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to cover you up so nobody's sitting there looking and staring. That's like the worst feeling in the world, right? Somebody's puking, you're sick, and everybody's just gawking. Now, some people will think, "Oh gosh, I don't want to see that." But as nasty as puke is. Do you realize how many people are sitting there watching and rubbernecking, watching you walk by? Did you see that, Remy? Yes. You saw people looking like, oh, that's disgusting. But they sit there and rubberneck the whole way watching by. And uh, so me and Remy were trying to run block, and we just kind of stood there, <clears throat> east and behind us, blowing chunks in the garbage can. And we're just standing there acting like we're looking at the show, just having a big time. Little boy behind us, though, blowing his life out right there in the rubber-made garbage can. Um. So it was a rough, rough moment. Again, hour and a half into the show, and Easton had to go. It was it was pretty rough. How did that make you feel, though, buddy? What was going through your mind when you're in the middle of that aisle? What's going through your mind when you're realizing, I'm sick. This ain't good. I'm in the middle of the NWTF show, and I'm about to puke. What, what was going through your mind? Did you think, I'm not going to make it? Did you think, this ain't good? Did you really think you're going to puke? What was going on in that brain? Whenever I said I needed to go to the bathroom, yeah, I thought I needed to puke, but I didn't think I needed to earlier on, like, before I told you I needed to go. I didn't really think, I wasn't really feeling bad yeah. before then, but it was about whenever I told you I 
My stomach started feeling weird. You got a little something going on in your stomach. You said, Dad, I need to go to the bathroom. You knew then this is this is a puke coming on. Mm-hmm. You knew then. Did you think you were going to make it at that point? Uh, I kind of did, kind of didn't. You thought you might make it down the aisle? Mm-hmm. I've always tried to tell y'all, you got to say something ahead of time because, you know, don't puke in your bed, don't puke in the car, whatever. Give me a little heads up, give me a little warning, and – I think that one probably just hits you. You're probably trying to fight it because we are at this big show. And, like, what am I going to do? I can't puke in the middle of a show. You probably try to ride it out. and uh, But then it hits you, son, and that old chicken biscuit came back to life. Oh, my gosh, what a mess. So, here we are. Easton's puking his guts out behind me at the show. I get immediately get on the phone. I'm running block for him, trying to hide him, let him do his business in the trash can. I think Remy's over there eating on some candy. He's not phase one bit. He's just eating candy, and you know he's picking up samples of jerky and samples of candy, just loading his pockets and not phased at all in the least bit that, that Easton, his brother, is puking his guts out. He's, Remy's over there just popping candy, having a big time. You ain't worried about it, are you? <laughs> not a bit. And so I immediately get on the phone with y'all's mama and uh, call my wife Amanda and just tell her, hey, she's like, what's up? Why are you calling so soon? And I'm like, well, we've been here for an hour and a half, and Easton is hurling in the garbage can on the show floor right now as we speak. And she's just like, oh, no. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He sure is. And I said, like any good, godly, faithful husband, I said, you got to come get him. You know, I didn't offer to go meet her halfway that stuff. I'm like, you, you're gonna have to come get this fool. He is puking his guts out right now. And so she starts over because again, we're gonna do the show and then we're gonna head down the road to Florida. We're going the other direction. I don't you know, we're not going backtracking an hour or two back home. We're headed the other way. So she comes on. She's such a sweet woman and just a great, great lady. Uh she in the middle of terrible weather, tornadoes blowing up and all the threats that the weather was presenting that day, she Gets in her car, drives over to Nashville, and and picks Easton up. And, of course, me and Remy get back in the show. And so Easton took him a nice long nap while he waited on his mama. Me and Remy got back in the show and started beating up and down the aisles again. And uh, so that's kind of the deal on the worst. So we're giving you the worst of the NWTF show 2022. This is the best and worst of this year's event, and that was their – was the worst, all right? That's the worst of the show for 2022. And a lot of people might have, you know, started listening to this podcast thinking, hey, I want to hear about all the bad products that are there. Man, honestly, I don't know of many products that are out there that were bad. I, I don't, I can't, I mean, y'all think about it for a few minutes and think about something you saw that you thought, that's ridiculous. Um, but for me, the worst was just that, going through a puke encounter and, uh, right there in the middle of the show that nobody likes to puke and we've spent 30 minutes now talking about puking but uh, it, it's rough and that was the the ugly side the, the worst of this year's show and it's crazy that when you guys think about it because we talked about it a little bit ago aiden had the same thing right the last nwtf show <clears throat> i guess was 2019 two years ago or 2020 whatever it was uh and crazy enough Aiden got sick. Now, Aiden's my oldest son. He's not in here tonight because he didn't want to have to go through this puke conversation knowing he was one that's been there before. But uh, a couple years ago when we were here, he got a hold of something at the show, made him sick. Fortunately, he didn't get sick at the show. 
but we're at our buddy Banjo Ben's house that night. You guys remember, Easton, you were there. Aiden had something funky, ate some funky jerky or something at one of the booths, one of them free samples. You know, everybody's sticking their hand in the same free sample pot. It's the nastiest thing ever. He gets a hold of something, and he's got a gluten allergy. He's got what they call celiac disease, and so he's got a little something funky. If it's got some gluten in it, it'll make him sick and whatever. I don't know, but he got a hold of some funky jerky, got sick. He's blowing chunks at Banjo Ben's house. He's up in the loft at Banjo Ben's house at the cabin there, and Gets sick in the middle of the night and wakes me up. Hey, Dad, I threw up on the floor. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Dude, get to the bathroom before you puke. Not Aiden. He's puking on the middle of the floor. So we probably stained Banjo Ben's uh, carpet at his house. Banjo Ben, I apologize. Tell your wife I'm sorry. I'm sure you got a puke stain from red beef jerky junk laying there on the floor. But for whatever reason, that's been the tradition the last couple years to puke. Somebody's puking at the NWTF show. I guess it was more, the excitement was more than you could bear. It was more than you could handle. Easton was so fired up, his body just moved within him, and he puked. And so that was the worst. Can y'all think of anything you saw that was terrible? Any products? Anything you saw that was just junk? I I really don't know of anything in particular that I saw. Remy, anything you saw that was, was just not a good product? Probably, I wouldn't say this isn't anything I don't like, but I was kind of thinking... Why would you put John Deere stuff out there? John Deere tractor stuff? Well, yeah, so so people know it's not all about turkey hunting. This is NWTF convention, and it's all geared towards turkey hunting, you know, specifically, but there is a whole lot of other things there, too. You'll have tractors and implements. Jewelry. and Yeah, there'll be some jewelry. Yeah, and, and there'll always, be, like, cakes and stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's always good food. There's... Um, can't deer hunting stuff, there. that's just it. There's there's deer hunting stuff, waterfowl hunting stuff, predator hunting stuff. So don't think you have to be a turkey hunter to come to the show. It's something for everybody. Uh, and it's just, there's, like I said, every every different level of hunting, whatever your species you're after, there's probably something there. I mean, there's outfitters from around the world, African safaris, um, you know, that they're trying to sell hunts for. And so there's something for everybody. But, yeah, the John Deere tractor stuff was just probably people talking about their products and tractors and implements and different things like that. Oh, you'll see it all. There's a little bit of everything at the NWTF show. Let's talk about the best stuff, though, the best of the NWTF show for 2022. What were some of the things you guys saw? Be thinking about that for a couple minutes. Um, and, and what was it? What are some of the things you saw that you really, really like? Maybe somebody. We already talked about some of our friends we saw, but anything in particular you guys saw that you liked? A product you thought were cool, anything in particular? You guys be thinking about that and holler when you get a, something pops in your mind. Uh, for me, I love catching up with the guys like you mentioned earlier, Remy, seeing the guys at Mossy Oak. Mossy Oak's got some killer new stuff coming out in their Mossy Oak store, just apparel. Their Mossy Oak store straight up has got some killer deals on some on some great gear and apparel and hunting gear. Uh, we love Bottomland, man, Bottomland. I remember having Bottomland britches when I was – uh, I think it was what they called chamois, the chamois material, just a really quiet, soft stuff. Back when I was probably, seems like I was about 12 years old, and I found these, and I think I got them at a garage sale or Goodwill store, but I thought I was the stuff when I had some bottomland britches uh, and, and mossy oak stuff, and they didn't even fit me. They were too big. I was a 12-year-old boy, and those were some man size. Man, I strapped them suckers down, and 
uh, thought it was big stuff. So I've always loved the bottomland pattern, really good stuff from those guys. But, man, they've got a great lineup of new gear and some really good stuff at really good prices. That's what I'm trying to get at is they've got some gear, great quality gear. Man, we got a storm blowing up in here, don't we? Listen to that. Tennessee, every year in the wintertime at Tennessee, tornadoes love to pop up. We have it seems like every time. And and so it's getting a little little get, get a little feisty out there. But uh anyway, check out the stuff from Mossy Oak. They've got some cool stuff and again, a brand new bunch of items that they have just gotten in from puffer jackets to uh lightweight stuff, just a lot of cool cool things that are at Mossy Oak. And so that was one of the things I liked right off the bat, first stop. The Mossy Oak booth is is huge. Uh, at the NWTF show, and so tons of great stuff there in their lineups. Check that out in the Mossy Oak store at mossyoak.com. A lot of really cool stuff there. Anything you guys saw that you like? Um, Probably seeing all, like you said, probably seeing the Savannah stuff, like seeing all the buffaloes and seeing, like, tigers and stuff, seeing those kind of pictures and stuff. The taxidermy work. Did you see the... The the Cape I think it's a Cape Buffalo was yeah the Cape Buffalo Cape Buffalo uh, had a lion two lions, two like lions. yeah okay so that was yeah that was pretty impressive and I'll try to post this later on social media but it was a Cape Buffalo mount and then it had two I think it was two lions yeah two lions two trying female, to yeah. ambush it yeah yeah two female lions yeah. jumping over the back of this thing like like jumping on the back of it like I don't know how I didn't really pay attention to how he had it set up but and what's pretty cool it, was, yeah. it had like <clears throat> Red scrapes on the yeah, buffalo. That was cool. Yeah, so the Cape Buffalo's there. Full body mount Cape Buffalo. Two, full body mount of these two female, what do they call Lioness? Lioness? I don't know. Female lions. The chick lions are basically on the back of this thing. Like they jumped up on the back of this Cape Buffalo, attacking it. And you see the claws in the side of this Cape Buffalo from the lion. And it's actually got like this gash mark where the claws have already ripped into the side of it. It's pretty graphic. Um, but just in a unbelievable mount so the claw marks are there you see the wound opening up it's got the red flesh looking deal on the mount of the cape buffalo lion claws just ripping the hide open on that thing crazy crazy mount again we'll try to post that on instagram and let you see what that looked like a little video and uh, that was pretty cool uh really thought man what an amazing mount and no telling how much that cost three full body animals that was pretty impressive so what else and there was like other stuff like there's a big grizzly bear and there's oh, a yeah. pretty good deer and there's like other animals. Yeah, every every taxidermy critter you can imagine is on display there. And some, I mean, it is that's one of the contests they have is, is taxidermy work, best turkey, uh, and then different poses, strutting turkey, and all the different poses that you know you'll find a, a stuffed bird in. It's on display there. Our buddy here, local guy here, Ryan Scary. I don't know how you say his last name. Ryan Scary, Scarcy, Scary. I don't know how you say his last name, but Billingsley Road Taxidermy is his business, and that dude's top notch. I mean, he's he's world class. Usually wins something over there every year, blue ribbon for his taxidermy work. Like I said, he's a local boy right here in West Tennessee, and so we're always proud of him and what he does. But uh, like Remy said, man, everything you can imagine in the way of animals mounted, deer. Turkey, it's all over there. Great stuff there. Easton, what about you? Anything in particular you saw that you liked? Any gear, anything in particular? I like seeing the Mossy Oak stuff and some of their new lineups and all that. Yep. 
Yeah, good stuff from Aussie Oak. We saw the guys, had a chance to talk with the guys at Apex Ammunition. Uh, they're based out of Mississippi. And if you've never tried the Apex Ammunition, you need to check it out. It's TSS, Tungsten, tungsten Super Shot. TSS is the stuff. And um, the guys from Apex do it as good as anybody. And, man, their booth was rocking and rolling. I mean, they had people lined up. and Because this is a buying show. It's not just where they're showing stuff. It's... It's a buying show. You go in there and you can buy the products while supplies last. And um, and TSS is one of those products right now that, that it's hard to come by. And, I mean, it won't be long if it's not already the case. You won't be able to find any TSS product anywhere. Again, this tungsten stuff is it, it, it's the stuff to have when it comes to turkey hunting. And um, it, it's just unbelievable what you can do with it. And that's why we shoot a 20-gauge now. That's why we're shooting a 410 now with this TSS. It allows us to shoot. What used to be a 40-yard range, you know, we used to, when I first started hunting turkeys, we said, man, 40 yards, that's the range you want to get that turkey in range, 40 yards, so you can shoot it with your 12-gauge shotgun. Those days are over. Now, you can shoot with TSS, you can shoot turkeys way beyond that. Uh, but for me, it's not about the long range, and this is another podcast we've got coming talking about TSS and all the skinny on it, but... It's not about shooting further for me. It's about the fact that I can take a 20-gauge, and I can now shoot that 40-yard range with the 20-gauge. You boys can shoot that 20-gauge and kill birds out to 40 yards, what was once only heard of with the 12-gauge. I can take a 410. We did it last several years. Take a 410 and shoot a turkey at 40 yards now because of TSS. And so uh, really, really cool stuff. Lighter gun, killing turkeys uh, at a distance that was once unheard of by anything other than a 12 gauge and so we love the tungsten shot uh tungsten loads tss stuff man it is killer uh, apex ammunition you need to be checking them out there based out of like i said out of mississippi and uh, we're really proud to be having them on uh, as one of our sponsors for our turkey camps you turkey camps those guys have hooked us up and we'll have product on hand for the kids to see how that works how impressive the shot is the fact that they can shoot a 20 gauge or a 410 now uh, and some of these youngsters getting started with turkey camps. So big thanks to Apex Ammunition uh, for their support of our hunting roots, youth turkey camps. Uh, and man, we we would talk about them and brag on them regardless of that. That's not a that's not a a deal we're trying to push them just because of their support. But uh, it was impressive what we saw at the NWTF show and the fact that they had people lined up down the aisle to try to buy ammunition from them. And so those dudes are doing some really impressive stuff. TSS, if you've not shot it, man, I'm telling you. Be sure to check it out. Really good stuff. What about the snake boots? Did you see the snake boots from Lacrosse and Danner? You need to see those too. Those are some cool stuff. Uh, Danner's got some great boots. Danner's some of the best boots out there as far as comfort and just quality. I've had some of my old Danner pronghorns I've had forever. Just great, great boots. Uh, just take a licking and keep on trucking, man. They just they're some bad dudes, but they've got snake boots now, uh, both in the Danner lineup and Lacrosse. Uh, is some snake boots that are super comfortable. Keep you from getting snake bit out there. You know, if you get bit below the knee, I guess I should say. That's always my b- biggest thing I've always thought. Man, you know, I'm going to go wear a pair of snake boots, and I guarantee you the snake's going to pop me just above, hit me right on the knee or something, pop me up above. That's my luck how it would work out. But uh, cool stuff from uh, lacrosse and Danner in the snake boot category and all their boots, uh, great stuff. Enjoyed seeing them. What did that girl? What did that girl at lacrosse say to you? Made you so embarrassed, Remy? You're gonna have some. Uh, it was like something about having like red cheeks or something. 
she was bragging on you. She was talking about how cute you are. She always sees your pictures and stuff on Instagram and social media. And, uh, of course, you're always wearing your little lacrosse yellow top boots you've got, your little burleys. And, and uh, she's always seeing those, those pictures on there. And she's like, oh, he is just so cute. And I said, watch it now. His cheeks will get red if you start talking about him. And she said, oh, look, why are you so cute? And she just kept saying it. And, dude, Easton Remy's his cheeks got as red as your shirt. He got all blushed and nervous and it was funny. He went over there and sat down and got all nervous and stuff. But great people there at Lacrosse. Always love hanging out with them as well. What else? What are some other products? I'm trying to think. Mossberg. Mossberg's got a really cool turkey gun out now. I can't remember what they called it. The new uh, 940 or something, 945. Or I can't I can't think of what the name is of it is. But, dude, it is a cool-looking little uh, semi-automatic gun. They're making it an 18-inch and a 24-inch barrel. Super cool. Got Greenleaf camo from Aussie Oak on it. Just a bad mamma jamma. Cool-looking shotgun. Uh, so that was a slick one we saw there. Remy, what you got? Yeti was very cool. Cool stuff from Yeti. Always see some good stuff at Yeti. Um, they've got, yeah, they had a big booth. Lots of cool stuff from those guys and um, just everything, man. Yeti, the whole brand from Yeti has just exploded with, um, man, they're into duffel bags and luggage now but um all their products from coolers and tumblers ramblers and all that stuff man they, they've just got some bulletproof stuff i'm sitting here right now this cup that i've had i know this yeti cup right here that i've got at the in the office right now man this thing is i think from 2016 2017 it's old the logos from the company the media hunt i had it on is about faded off of it but man, i've had this thing for five six years now and i mean it's just rocking and rolling and i mean still doing what it's supposed to do so i hear people all the time bad mouthing how expensive yet it's overpriced but man you buy that stuff and i've not worn any of it out yet and uh it's just good good products all kind of stuff in the way of calls again we got to see our guys from primos uh rolling thunder man rolling thunder is a is a brand and and i love to see their stuff rolling thunder game calls they're right here in west tennessee down in Somerville, and um the guys from Rolling Thunder, uh, like I said, right there in Somerville. And the cool thing about that that I love about their product and their brand is the fact that they are based right there at home, kind of in our, out in our old backyard. I grew up, some of my first deer hunts were right down there in that Somerville area. And um, some old stomping grounds right there where they're based out of. Good guys, good dudes. And uh, old Spence is a godly man, and, and I love to hear his stories. And he's kind of on the same page as us. He's got a little dude, his little boy, always hunting with, and, and uh, reminds me a lot of you guys as well. And, and so that brand, though, is, has really just exploded in recent years, man. Duck hunting its kind of been what they've been known for, waterfowl hunting. Uh, and now they've taken off into the turkey world as well and just come on real strong. So if you've not followed their stuff, be sure to check out uh, some of their YouTube channel. And they're on Mossy Oak Go, I believe. Uh, great, great turkey content, fun hunts. And once turkey, turkey season starts rolling around, be sure to follow them. But they had all kind of stuff. Great booth, big booth, products, uh, calls, apparel, some cool swag, lots of cool stuff from Rolling Thunder. What are some other ones? Anybody think? People you saw? Remy, you remember the guy's name you got to hang out with and got a turkey lesson from? You remember him? What is his name again? I can't remember. It was the turkey man, Eddie. Salter, Eddie Salter, and so, what did he tell you? You got in there for a, for just a 
a few moments to hang out with him a second, and I really just wanted you to meet him. He's a guy that I was watching when I was a kid, probably not much older than you, uh, watching how he did his stuff and watching him on the old Hunter Specialty stuff, I guess it was maybe, and and every time he'd kill one, he'd he'd say thank you, good lord, and he'd he'd holler back, and he's always owl hooting and gobbling and and just having a big time. And uh, what did he tell you? He said he had a new box call. He said this is an aluminum one. And what did he tell you about that sound of that turkey? You remember? He said, and that turkey will uh, he'll hear that, and he said if you get a little closer, you'll kiss him in the ear, and then like you said, he will do. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so he he told Remy. He said you call him this call right here, this box call, and he wrapped off on that call. And he said you you tell him if you get a little closer. He talking to that gobbler. He said you tell that gobbler you get a little closer, and I'll kiss you in the ear. That's what that hen was saying to the gobbler, right? You get a little closer, and I'll kiss you in the ear. And then that turkey, and uh, so man, he's always a lot of fun. Eddie Salter was there, and Remy got to meet him for the first time and got a personal turkey calling lesson from him and that's that's one of those things man i think it's cool because you know one of these days mr eddie's gonna go to meet jesus he'll be gone and remy's gonna grow up and he'll have that video to look back on and and just to see hey man there was a turkey hunting legend eddie salter that gave me a a personal turkey calling tip a, a lesson at the nwtf show back in 2022 when i was just nine years old and uh that's one of those things you look back on and may not mean much now uh, but one day you'll look back on those pictures in that video and, and, and realize, man, you had a cool opportunity with a true, true turkey hunting legend. And so, very cool stuff. As for turkey calling, Matt Van Sice, dude, has won the, the Grand National Calling Contest like seven times, I think. He was a senior open champion again. And he, he's just a machine when it comes to turkey calling. That guy is an absolute stud when it comes to turkey calling, and he pulled it off again. I don't know that anybody, I don't know if that's, a, I assume that's a record. I don't know that anybody's won that many times um, and, and and been spread out. There's been guys that won, you know, a year, and then they win the next year, and they're just, they're on a run for a couple of years, and they're just the dude for a couple of years, and then they fade out, and they're gone. Matt Van Sice won it years back, and then he wins it again, and he's, you know, he's just made a, a heck of a run, and over a number of years and just stayed consistent for a long time, probably longer than anybody I've ever seen, pulls it off here in 2022, Grand National Calling Championships champion, Matt Van Sice. And so look him up on social media, find some videos with he's in, with he's on, and you'll hear um, what's got to be known as the best turkey caller on earth, man, just an awesome, awesome turkey calling dude, Matt Van Sice. What else, guys? Thinking about anything else? Easton, I know you weren't there very long. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't really. You can't really share much. Most of the bigger stuff was in that section that we didn't really get to go to. Yeah. I wasn't able to, at least. Yeah. Remy, what about you? Anything else you think of? I was going to say Rolling Thunder, but I remembered you already said that. Yep. Yep. We had a big time hanging out with all those guys. You know, the back, we had a chance to meet the Backwoods Grind coffee guys. Oh, Yeah. Got to sip on a little bit of their coffee. That's always good stuff. I like those guys. Good, solid dudes. I think they're out of Mississippi as well, Backwoods Grind. And uh, they've got a podcast, the Backwoods Grind podcast. So check that out. But good, good dudes. And I uh, had a chance just to, like I said, meet them face-to-face, hang out at their booth for a moment, sample some of their coffee. The dad, the kind of the, the papa bear of the bunch there, uh, I think that dude's a preacher. And um, 
it was cool to meet him. He was serving people up and a godly dude. It's, uh, it's cool to see those guys and see their brand taking off. But Backwoods Grind Coffee, good stuff there, and a great chance to stop by and get to sip on the hot beverage. Great products to have before, during, and after the hunt. Backwoods Grind Coffee. So great to meet them. Always look forward to meeting new folks, hanging out with different different fellas uh, at the NWTF show. I'm trying to think what else, what else we had um, from the event. Uh, again, anybody and everybody that's got something to do with turkey hunting is at this one. So if you've never been before, you need to put it on your calendar. It's just a big, big time, and uh, I promise you, you 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 won't regret it. It needs to be something you can uh, just bring the whole family to. There's something for the whole family, and again, whether your spouse hunts or not. They'll have a big time because it's always set up at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel Resort, whatever they call it, and it's just a incredible facility. Uh, it's got the big inside garden, and I mean that's a place. Like I said, you can just take your whole family, dump your wife and kids off. They can go and hang out at the mall, hang out and shop, hang out at the hotel. You go do your turkey thing. We've done that before in the past, uh, taking the whole family over there and stayed at the hotel. And uh, that's just a big time. That place, you can, like I said, you can just get lost in that place real quick and have something to do mm-hmm. all day, every day for several days. And uh, that's a big time. They always plan it around. Uh, it just works out that way. I don't think they plan it to be over Valentine's, but uh, the NWTF show always seems to fall around Valentine's week. And so it's a good chance to go. Uh, I know I took your mom over there several years. We all went. I don't know. I remember that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I told her. It was the year of the NWTF show. May or may not have told her that. I said, hey, baby, it's Valentine's weekend. Let's go over and hang out at Opryland Hotel. We got a room for you. Let's go do it. Let's go hang out and take the kids and uh, leave the kids somewhere and just have a nice romantic getaway over in Nashville. And she was all about it, fired up. Man, Brody has planned something special, she was thinking to herself. And uh, sure enough, it wasn't long. We get over there and daggum turkey calls popping off everywhere she knew she was hosed knew she'd been duped but she had a great time and that was a lot of fun and uh we need to plan that again so what else before we go can y'all think of anything else i'm trying to think of any other products from the show any little things that we haven't talked about just yet um that might have been there um Um, i can't remember the name of the place that we were at but I remember there was one little TV going on, and it was just with, like, people turkey hunting, and it'd be like, once a turkey got shot, it'd be like, boom, 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 and then the turkey is dead and stuff. That was very cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think what booth that might have been. Great videos (coughs) at uh, a number of the different uh, productions were there, and so, yeah, Remy, you're right. There was a lot of good turkey content, turkey shows. Uh, I know one of the products that we we got introduced to that was really cool uh, is the Tetra uh, hearing enhancement. And uh, it's basically just a hearing aid, if you will, for hunters. Um, the guy that started it, I think it's out of Nashville. He's a local guy and uh, started this Tetra business. And, and, and he's a, he is a doctor, knows what he's talking about when it comes to hearing enhancement, and has taken his product and his, his background uh, as a doctor to enhance people's hearing and is taking it to the hunting community. And he's got these uh, in-ear amplifiers and you wear them. And so they do a couple things. One, they protect your hearing. So when we're 
uh, in the duck line. You got somebody blowing a duck call right next to you. It's loud. It's it's obnoxious. You don't want to be right next to that person, or you don't want to uh, have to listen to that all. You put these things in your ear, so it 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 knocks out that loud sound. And then, of course, obviously the shot. When you shoot a shotgun, or you're standing next to somebody in the duck line, and they shoot a shotgun, or you're turkey hunting, and you have a big cannon go off right there, man. That big turkey load goes off. That's detrimental to your ear. That's very uh, – it can just devastate your hearing. And it's one of those things we talk about all the time. You need to wear earplugs. You got to wear, you know, earmuffs, whatever, when you're shooting to protect your hearing. It's so important for you youngsters. Uh, it's important for me. But, I mean, if you don't protect it while you're young, uh, it, it can ruin your hearing. And so that's what this in-ear piece is. Is to protect your ears, but it's also an amplifier. So, in a situation where you got someone, maybe their hearing is not quite as good, it enhances that. Uh, I know a lot of guys; they just can't hear good anymore. I've got a buddy, and we've deer hunted. Excuse me, we've elk hunted before and turkey hunted together, and, and he can't hear it. We were out west in Colorado, and elk's bugling off down there a couple hundred yards, and I'm just screaming, and my buddy can't even hear. He's like, "I'm like, man, did you hear him that time?" He's like, "No, I ain't heard a bugle yet." And he just can't hear. Same thing with turkey. Never hears a turkey gobble. He gets these hearing aids, and all of a sudden it's opened a whole new world to him. He can hear the turkey gobble now. He can hear elk bugling now. And so that's the beauty of this product is it allows you to hear what you've been missing all this time. Guys with their hearing's not as good anymore. They can put these things in, and all of a sudden, man, it's just a whole new ball game. It's like they backed up time back 20 years ago when they could hear well. All of a sudden, it's happening again. Tetra hearing enhancement, really cool stuff. So protect your ears from the boom, but also to enhance the sound that's out there. And then you may say, well, man, like me, for example, I, I don't have you know, noticeable hearing loss at this point, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I'm only 45. Today's my birthday. I'm 45. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I don't have just real noticeable hearing loss i know a lot of times i'll say ask y'all to speak up and so maybe i maybe it is a little bit you know i'm like what'd you say but i know you take a product like this and you put these in your ear even for guys that that hear fine it's just going to enhance what you do here it's going to have on those mornings with that distant gobblers out there and you just barely heard that was that a turkey gobble you just barely hear it way off it's going to allow you to hear that uh and pick that up and so for anybody good hearing bad hearing it's going to enhance what you got and so be sure to check that out i thought that was a really slick product it's not cheap uh it's a product you're going to spend some money on to invest in but it's going to greatly enhance uh, your hearing and protect your hearing all the way around so that's something we definitely want to try uh in the future is that uh, stuff from tetra good guys over there lucas mashtar's over there and um good dudes in the mix with that so good stuff from those guys anything else y'all can think of i'm out i don't know what else we might have um, just another great year, another great show. The NWTF show is one, again, you need to put on your calendar. It's one you don't want to miss. Bring the whole family out. I promise you, it's a three-day show. Come for one day, come for all three. There's games for the kids. There's opportunities for them to shoot bows, try different things, calling, all the stuff. I promise you they'll load up a bag of goodies and be ready to go home. Uh, haven't had a big time when they come to the NWTF show. And, again, it's it's a great place to bring your wife. She'll love it. There's a lot of opportunities there. I don't care if she hunts or not. She'll love the show. Good food, great entertainment. Nashville's a fun place. Uh, after hours, when the show's over, go out on the town. Pretty much everywhere you go, uh, any place you stop for food, uh, any of the little clubs, the, the bar scene, restaurants, even McDonald's, every one of them is going to have – 
somebody in there playing some live music. That's what's cool about Nashville. Everywhere you go. Like I said, we stopped at McDonald's a couple years ago on the way home. Get y'all a happy meal. There's a dude in there playing live music in McDonald's. And so it, it's just really, really cool stuff there in Nashville. So lots to see and do when you come to Turkey Town, Nashville, Tennessee for the NWTF show. Really, really good stuff. All right, boys, we're going to wrap this one up. I appreciate y'all hanging out with me tonight. It's always good to have you in the office with me. And I do appreciate those listening in, man. I appreciate everybody that listens each week to the Hunting Roots podcast. It means a ton to us. More than anything, we just want to encourage you in the journey that you're on. Uh, encourage you to keep chasing after the things that matter the most. And uh, obviously, there's nothing that matters more than anything is your relationship with the Lord. And so, uh, seek Him. Seek Him first above all others. And uh, it's all good. Thank you so much for listening once again to the Hunting Roots podcast. We'll see you next time. Shoot straight. God bless. Mm-hmm.